This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. You'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know. One of the greatest Rebbe's that ever lived in Eastern Europe was the Or HaMeir, the Shining Light. He was one of the top students of the seer of Lublin. Just to give you an example of his greatness. One time, the Ora Mayor was traveling, and he ended up in a little Kretschmer, a little Jewish inn. There, the innkeeper, realizing that the Ora Mayor was clearly a great Rebbe, he gave him the best room in the inn. And in the middle of the night, the innkeeper could hear the footsteps on the wooden floor above him, and he heard the Ora Mayor pacing back and forth. At some point, the innkeeper decided to go upstairs and knock on the door. The Ormeyer answers, and the innkeeper says to him, I'm sorry, Rebbe, I don't understand. Is there a problem with the bed? Is there something uncomfortable that I can fix for you? The Ormeyer points to the clock on the wall, and he said, Tell me, where is this clock from? And he said, Why? Is there something wrong with the clock? Is the sound bothering you? He said, No. By any chance, is this clock from the seer of Lublin? And the innkeeper said, Yeah, actually, his son stayed here once. And he didn't have enough money to pay for the room, so he offered to give me this clock from his father. And the innkeeper wanted to know, how does the Oromeyer know that this clock is from the Seer of Lublin? So the Oromeyer said, a regular clock, it goes tick-tock, tick-tock. And as each second passes, you feel like your life is passing by. But this clock, every time I hear it click and tick, it reminds me that Mashiach is closer. And with a clock that's counting down the moments until Mashiach comes. How could you possibly sleep at night? One day, the holy Oromeyer tells his driver that he wants to go to a particular town that he'd never been to before. The driver takes him there, and as he's coming into town, a welcoming committee hears that the Oromeyer is coming to their town, and all of the city officials come outside to meet him. But before he comes into town, he stops with his driver a little bit on the outskirts. He's clearly looking for something, and then he spots it. There's somebody standing under a tree, smoking a pipe. Clearly a religious Jew. The Oromeyer gets out of his carriage, and he walks over to this Jew, and he starts having a conversation with him. The welcoming committee sees that the Oromeyer, they see him in the distance down the road. He's talking with this Jew under the tree, and they run as fast as they can till they finally catch up with the Oromeyer, and they said, Rebbe, Rebbe, please, we need to have a short conversation with you, if that's okay. And the Oromeyer says, sure, I'll be happy to talk with you as soon as I finish speaking with this Jew right here. And the welcoming committee says, no, 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 you don't want to talk with him. Come over here, we'll explain to you why. And he said, no, I know exactly who I'm talking with. And he invites the man who was under the tree to come into his carriage. The welcoming committee was not happy about this at all. And they walked alongside the carriage, trying to get an opportunity to speak with the Oromeyer. But they overheard the conversation in the carriage. The Oromeyer says to this Jew, so tell me, how old are your children? And he said, well, I have a son who's 20 years old and a daughter who's 14. And the Oromeyer says, 14? That's perfect. That's the perfect age for my 15-year-old son. I think the two of them should get married. The welcoming committee is now in a panic. They shout from the road, Rebbe, you don't even know who this man is. You don't even know his name. And you already want to marry off your son to his daughter? He's the most despicable person in town. Nobody wants anything to do with him. Rebbe, what are you doing? The Rebbe said, I'm a good judge of character, and I can see that this is a fine man. But the welcoming committee wasn't having anything to do with it. They said, no, no, you don't understand. You don't understand, Rebbe. Enough of this. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to meet tomorrow in the town hall, 
and you invite 20 kids from the town. They're going to have donuts on one side of the room and this man on the other side of the room. And we'll see what the kids do because everybody knows that children are a great judge of character. And if there's something wrong with this guy, they'll leave him alone. So the welcoming committee agrees and the next day they have the donuts lined up and they're standing near the donuts and they have this guy standing in the corner and he's smoking his pipe and they open the doors and the kids come running in. They see the donuts, everybody grabs a donut and then they run over to the guy in the corner smoking the pipe and they all start talking with him and laughing with him. And the Ora Mayor says right away, you see, I told you, this is a fine fellow and I'm sure his daughter is as well. That's why she's going to marry my son. And that's final. Now in this town, once lived a great tzaddik named Reb Baruch Asher. And Baruch Asher, he always saw the good in everyone. When he would see a simple tailor, he wouldn't just say, Shalom Aleichem tailor. He would say, Shalom Aleichem holy tailor. Because the tailor for him was holy. And the woodchopper was holy. And the water carrier was holy. And every Jew that he saw was holy. One day, the rabbis in the town, they had a real problem. There was this guy, Moishele, who was stealing from everyone. And they couldn't convince Moishele to stop stealing, and the police couldn't seem to stop him. So they decided they would go to Reb Baruch Asher and ask him to curse Moishele the thief. So they come to Reb Baruch Asher and they say, Rebbe, everybody knows that stealing is forbidden by the Torah. And everybody knows that Moishele has been stealing from everyone and we can't stop him. You're a powerful tzaddik, and if you curse him, he'll stop. Reb Baruch Asher, he looks at them in shock. And he said, you want me to curse the holy Reb Moshe? And they said, yeah, we want you to curse the thief so that he'll stop stealing from all of us. So Reb Baruch Asher, he takes everyone downstairs into his basement and he shows them a barrel filled with water. And he says to them, do you know what this barrel is? They said, no, what, some collection of water? Reb Baruch Asher said, these are the tears that I have cried for years and years, begging Hashem that I should never see the evil in another person and all the more so, a fellow Jew. And you want me to curse this thief? Many months passed, and the wedding was about to happen. The Oromeyer came back to the town. And before the wedding, he decided to visit the widow of Reb Baruch Asher. He walked into her house, and she said, Ah, welcome, Rebbe. Come, please sit down. Because, of course, she knew the Oromeyer. She said, Mazel tov, mazel tov on the wedding, that your son is marrying this wonderful man's daughter. And he said, Ah, a wonderful man. How come you don't speak about him like everyone else in town? She said, everything happened exactly like my husband said that it would. And the Oromeyer said, please tell me what's going on. Reb Baruch Asher's widow, she said, many years ago, for whatever reason, people decided that they just didn't like this guy, the father of the daughter who's going to marry your son. And they made up rumors about him and accused him of all kinds of things. And one day it got so bad that they actually tied him to a horse and dragged him through town while people threw tomatoes and eggs at him. My husband was watching this from the window, and with tears in his eyes, he said, This man is innocent. He's falsely accused. Someday, when I'm no longer in this world, a great tzaddik is going to come to our town. And this Rebbe will see the man that was falsely accused, and he'll choose his daughter for his son. And that will be your sign that what I'm telling you today is true. That this Yidile is, and always has been, the purest of the pure and the holiest of the holy.
thank the new supporter of this podcast, the Levitt family, and everyone else who's supporting it. And you can also be a supporter. All you have to do is go to HasidicStory.com, H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. And there, once you sign up as a supporter, you'll get exclusive stories here from Jerusalem, stories that will warm your heart and make you smile and laugh, stories that I'm only giving to people that support the podcast. And I would love to have you as part of that inner circle. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, please make sure to leave a review. It makes a big difference and helps me to rank higher on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, wherever it is. And please share it with your friends. I want to spread the light. I want more people hearing the stories. And I need you to do that. So thank you very much. And I'll see you on the next story.